that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 271. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Psst, you're up next. Mako? Yeah, I'm here, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ronma went crazy saying to mute shit, and I started muting shit, and I forgot everything that I muted. Huh. Yeah, because when you reset um, Skype and you reinstalled it, it 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 kept like the sound effect settings turned on, so I kept hearing it pop up on um, during the pre-show. So you know. Yeah, except I didn't hear anything. Neither did I. But so I, I don't know why you were hearing my sounds when I couldn't even hear them. They were they were coming through. It is possible the way the way it was set up. I can hear them. Like mm. if if I have mine muted, and y'all aren't, I can hear them, and it it'll trap and it'll travel through. Probably because the way um I have it set up here. Who knows? That's silly. But then again, this is Skype we're talking about here. That's silly. Which is also a Microsoft product. Tell me the last time something sensible came out of them. I'll get back to you on that one. The prosecution rests. (laughs) We are live tonight, week of July 5th, 2016. We're here on the VOG Network Live, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clans such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network, where there is an IRC link. If you click on that, that will bring you directly into the chat room. So come on in. The water is fine. The bar is open. Earn some awesome VOG points. Um, you get points every time you check into any of our shows on the VOG Network. And don't forget, on Fridays when, when episodes are out, we do have a blurb on our forums so if you can't reach us via skype email messenger twitter facebook we have forums where we post up um a, re- uh, a synopsis of the episode and swing by we want to hear what you think that's it that's all that good stuff all right um let's see let's kick things off with how was your week how was your day um let me bring that up real quick there you go. Ari, how was your week? How was your day? And welcome back, good sir. Yeah, I want to apologize in advance for killing the good mood, but there was a very poignant reason I was out last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the 24th, my father passed away. He was 71 years old and was a prolonged battle with multiple myeloma that, <clears throat> that when he initially got it, the treatment was not only still in clinical stages, you know, trials and whatnot, but it was supposed to be about five to seven years, and he ended up living 11 years after his original diagnosis. And, you know, we had him cremated and whatnot, so now all we're left to do is just, you know, pay for the expenses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I set up a GoFundMe to help get the money we need to pay for everything because 
wouldn't you know it, he got sick and all of a sudden you became uninsurable, so that's how that happened. Yeah, I will try to have a link up on our official uh, website at AnimeJamSession.com for information on how you can uh, donate to that. Um, I believe we'll have a link on our Facebook page. We'll have it probably pinned for a little bit, so every little bit counts. That's all we're asking. I appreciate the... Uh, <clears throat> I appreciate everyone's help. So, yeah, that's... That's all I wanted to talk about. I've, mm. Obviously, it's got me distracted. Yeah, but we're just glad everything is starting to get back together. You know, we're here for you, buddy. Thank you. I hey. appreciate that, guys. Hey, no problem, man. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Meh. You don't say. Um... Drama wedding, car accident, and now I'm sick. I don't. I just remember from the wedding is nothing but all the booze. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of that, and that caused drama. Yeah, and oddly enough, interestingly enough, I upload all the pictures to OneDrive to share. I go into I go in to grab the link, and it's not there. So I'm like, I'm probably going to have to go actually onto the website and pull the link that way. Mm. That'll be fun. You guys sound like you had a much better weekend than I did. Uh, the booze was needed. Yes, it was. It was not an enjoyment kind of booze weekend. Catharsis? Uh, sure. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and then, you know, Sunday, trying to get Ranma back to the bus, and my brakes go when I get into a car accident. My very first one, so I'm proud of myself that at the age of 33, I, you know, that's my first car accident, and I've been driving since I'm 16. Accident forgiveness? You got something like that? <laughs> yeah, no. I wish. But yeah, so everything should be fixed hopefully by tomorrow at noon and I can go and pick up my car. Oh, did they take it to a place uh, near you or they got towed? Um, it was towed to a place near me. Oh, okay. Um, basically, the brake pad on the driver's front was worn down. The ro uh, rotor was worn down. And then whatever is behind the rotor, whatever gasket or gizmo is behind that, was worn down. Um, so I had absolutely nothing there, and it was spilling brake fluid. Which is the main reason why everything, like I lost everything Sunday, is because I didn't have brake fluid. Mm. The gotcha. rattling, um, basically a connector in the exhaust system rusted through and when I hit a pothole on Friday that basically finally fell um, my make and model of car the only way to replace that little itty bitty piece holding the tubes together is to replace the entire exhaust system wait 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 say that again what yeah 
for some reason, the make and model of my car, this little itty bitty piece that basically holds um, two metal pieces, two metal tubes together so that they don't come apart, the only way to fully replace that would be to fully replace the exhaust system. Well, shit. Yeah, he's being nice enough. Instead of doing that, he's going to weld everything together. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. That sounds awfully expensive, the uh, original plan. The, yeah, the original plan would have put it in the, you know, over $1,000 mark. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm at least, you know, at the 600 mark right now. Bless it be, bless it be. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the only good part was yesterday I went and, you know, we had a small little barbecue just with the family, and then uh, went to see fireworks. Cool. Yeah, I like my fire. And we were running late, so we weren't able to get a parking spot, like, really up close to go and walk to the beach to see the fireworks. So we're driving around, and I finally was just like, oh, turn down here. And it wasn't a real street. It turned out to be um, the entrance to a parking lot for a church. And as we were about to turn around, we had a beautiful view of the fireworks starting. So we just sat there. Nice. Yeah, lucked out big time turn down for what? For the good lord who got you a good spot for the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. And then when we were leaving... Yeah, and then when we were leaving, we bypassed all of the traffic getting out of the town. So it turned out to be a really good spot. So we just sat in my cousin's car and watched the fireworks. We didn't even have to get out. And no mosquito bites either. Nope. Very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, but now I'm feeling like crap, so if I'm silent, you know why. Gotcha. Well, my weekend day has been quite interesting. Um, you see, for as long as I've had this fridge, more or less, I've car- I've had like a you know the Brita water filter pictures. Uh-huh. I, I have one of those. Yeah, I got lazy on keeping up with it, so I ended up tossing it. I said, for me, it makes a lot more sense to have it attached to the faucet. Because I have two bucket, two pitchers. I'll fill one up with water and just leave it in there for anybody who wants it or whatever. So, you know, I went out. I got one of those filtration kits. After I figured out how to get the aerator off the damn uh, faucet. Install it. Run the water. Kit falls right off. Oops. Take it back. Get another one. This one seems to work a little more, a lot closer. Install it. Run the water. Falls right off. So I'm staring at it, and I'm just like, there's got to be a way to put it on there. Like with some type of adapter or something like that, you know? So I went out to Home Depot, got the adapter, put it on ran the water it leaked turned it off so I'm like at least I'm getting somewhere 
and I'm looking at it and it's not secured all the way because a lot of these adapters and plumbing things you install, you're, suppo you're supposed to just like hand tighten it, not tool tighten it. So I said, fuck it. What's the worst thing can happen? I'll keep the adapter on there so if I ever leave out here, I'll take the the purify the filtration kit with me and I'll just put a brand new sprayer on there, call it a day. Go in with one of my tools, tighten it up. Now it's working fine. That's out of the way. So to tie into what Mako Chan was saying about Sunday getting back home, I met up with DJ AJ and we hung out in the city for a day. So we kind of bummed around um, down, downtown Manhattan. I showed her video games, New York, and big gay ice cream. And they still have the B. Arthur on, on for on, up there. I believe it's vanilla, dulce de leche, and it's covered with um, vanilla wafers. It's really good. So, that was all said and done. So, we end up going down to... Coney Island hang out and I contacted a, a friend of mine and we all and we all hung out and pretty much enjoyed ourselves walking around and drinking till about two o'clock in the morning and I really had to be drunk because I ended up walking across the street back to the, the uh, train station and I didn't even realize they opened up a, a checkers there so I ended up getting like two cheeseburgers to kind of eat to absorb all the booze <laughs> so then uh, the next day, which was yesterday, we kind of got ourselves together and ended up getting in touch with a couple of other friends of mine because a friend, he got married and he was having a get-together at his, at his parents' place, I believe. And the thing is, I could not get up there because he was in the area of Jersey where not even the buses were running on a Sunday. So we all got together and just found this local uh, Japanese restaurant and got like this big old 50... 60, like, I think it was like 30 piece sushi uh, dinner, deluxe combo. It was so good. And then we went down to lower Manhattan to watch the fireworks. And I've come to the conclusion every time I'm with somebody to go see the fireworks, there's always bad weather. But I'm not going to lie, the fireworks were really cool. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, at least they do it rain or shine, right? Yeah. But it wasn't really rain. It was like little bouts of heavy pouring and then it just kind of lightened out. And I, th and I think with the type of fireworks that they use, you would need to be in a monsoon for them to not work. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was telling my friends, you know, you better just, let's just go down to Coney Island and go watch a display there. So, you know, but... Because I was saying, because he wanted a really good pizza, and he said Grimaldi's. I was like, there's a Grimaldi's right down in Coney Island. I mean, come on now. So, that's basically has been my week and day. Okay, um, despite our late start, and it looks like we still caught up for that late time, so I think we're doing good. We got some interesting stories to, uh, to tell you about, and one of the stories we're talking about, there is a follow-up article to that we're going to discuss later. And, um... By the way, Ari, Mako? Yeah? I have Pokemon Go on my phone. Oh, I'm playing with it right now. Good for you. Oh, 
Ari, I, I posted a link on my personal Facebook. You can go download it. I'm still in between phones. I'm mm. I'm debating. I'm going to get a new phone in the next couple of days or so, so I'm not going to add anything new to it. Sounds about yet. right. I, I do know this. Like When I got the LG, it comes with a, an, a backup program, so when I moved to the G5, I was able to back it up and bring everything back down. But like I said, just go to phonearena.com, put up both models, and just look at what they're offering and if i'm not mistaken if you get the s7 you can get you still get the vr glasses i i asked about the uh the new phone i was at a t-mobile store and they said that since i have the s5 the uh it makes like getting everything from my s5 to the s7 much easier yeah because they can just run because samsung has like its own backup but you can just move everything over yeah hmm. something to consider i guess yeah I mean, I think that the battery is still built in, but you can get removable storage, so that's the main thing. That's that's it. So maybe when the S8 rolls around compared to the G6, I might jump back. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, enough um, nerd talk. Um, let's wait before we go. Quick talk in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Bob Coffey is talking about some of uh, the swag that he got. This motherfucker got himself a Nozomi jersey. Bro, I need to get one. I, I, I have to get one to represent my homegirl. And I thought I, I thought I had a lot of stuff. I have got to figure out a way to get myself a Love Live Nozomi jersey. That, 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 that's that's got to happen. Oh, the, oh, he got the uh, track jacket. I definitely got to get my hands on that. And you got the freaking... I will say this much, he's my boy Bob has good taste in in idols. That that much I'll say. All right. I'll say this much: I suck at catching Pokemon. Um, let me guess: your cats are better at catching Pokemon than you are. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want the Nozomi Neandroid in the track, and I I don't know if I want a track jacket, but I wouldn't mind a hoodie though. All right, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we got we got some interesting news to talk about. Okay then. All right. Okay, so, okay. All right, so we'll be back.
So right now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm currently installing Pokemon Go on my phone. And I have to remind myself, I can't do anything until the next break. So as big as this file is, probably how long it's going to take for it to um, install. I don't know. Mine installed pretty damn quick. Uh, well, you know. I'm installed, up, running, got my character, caught my first Pokemon. Are you giving a starter? Yeah. You get one of the original three. Huh. Okay, then. I'll be really having Pokemon Red all over again. Well, that's... Yeah, well, that's I, but then, the like, I'm stuck is. here at the computer, so I can't do anything else, because at this moment, it's like, walk around and find things. I'm like, I can't. I'm serious. I'm attached to this thing. See, I'm seriously thinking about after a show, walking around my block just to see if I find anything. Well, it says on there that churches and parks are going to be um, gym-like, and I know you've got some churches around there and some parks, so you're going to be finding a lot of crap in your area. Yes, yes, I do. I mean, I have a church at the end of one block by me, and there's another church a block behind me, and I think there's a park over there, too. I'm surprised. I want to see if they'll take it over to my lodge and like, and find some like r random like ghostly or like arcane like psychic Pokemon or something like that. Maybe because I think you know what it is. Anything that's like like a that's that's noted on Google Maps as a location is probably coded in Pokemon Go as something where you can find a particular Pokemon. You know, like if the lodge is listed like as a location and if it's a known location. And Google Maps, it'll probably pop mm -hmm. up as something in the game, you know. Oh, does this mean that I get to start back on my, you know, teenage time of walking through cemeteries? But now I actually have a reason to do it. But the million dollar question is just, are you going to dress up in full goth when you do it? It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> oh... I could just see you there just chilling by by the tombstone and all goth with your black smartphone, you know. Black with, smartphone, nothing. With, Deadpool with, all the way. With, with your tea, talking about how the world is 
full of crap and darkness. Ooh, I caught a ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could so picture myself walking through there and then find some random walking through and going, want to have a Pokemon battle? Or you just go in this, like, dark and gothic rain, like, oh, hey, an Eevee! And just, like, immediately run in, in some random direction. Oh, hell, if it was an Eevee, I don't care what the hell I'm wearing, I'm running after it. <laughs> and when you're running, I'm probably running behind you playing the theme of Steven Universe. <laughs> and I just posted the link to my friend, and he's like, what has science done? And then he follows up with, you are the worst drug dealer ever. <laughs> and to that I say, first one's free, wink. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering how it's going to react when I am driving. I'm sure it has like a standby motor or something like that. You can put it to sleep or something like that. I don't want to put it to sleep. I pass a lot of things on the way to work. Ooh. I'm going to have to come home one day and just stop at all this shit so I can collect everything. I pass churches, I pass schools, I pass a mall, I, you know, I pass a lot of shit on the way to work. Yes, we know that. I'll just go really, really slow. Oh, here's a park. And then I'll go really, really slow. Oh, here's a church. <laughs> this is me. I'm off on Friday. What the fuck do you think I'm going to be doing? I'm gonna take my fat ass out and walk around. Just to catch fucking Pokemon. This is like the best invention they could have ever done for weight loss. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just like that meme that's floating around the, uh, the Nintendo make you go outside starter pack, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm debating like, whether I should put on my Ash cosplay while I do this. That would be great. Yes. Like, I, I want to get a bike and just constantly be told that I can't use that here. <laughs> and I have to walk, walk behind you and take that bike. Psh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd chase after your ass playing some music. Maybe <laughs> kill theme. Yes. Yes, but you have to be dressed up as Misty in order to do it properly. No. Misty is not my favorite of the female companions. Female companions now? I didn't know they were Doctor Who related. Oh, please. Those Pokeballs are bigger on the inside. <laughs> All right, who's your favorite then? Um, If I had to actually choose one... Uh... Dawn or Serena? Mm. Not Serena. She's bitchy, but she likes to cook. Gee, She's like sound, my soulmate. Doesn't that sound like somebody we both know, Ari? Yeah. <laughs> She's bitchy, but she likes to cook. Mm-hmm. And fuck yeah, I want a Fennekin. Fennekin is best. Mm-hmm. Frokel disagrees. Oh, Froki disagrees. Well, all right. Anywho, let's get the party started here. Mako, you want to you want to kick things off? Um, not really, but sure. 
Awesome. Yeah, I, I really just think that this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, a cosplayer is running for political office. Oh shit! I was got, well. I was thinking it was a different. If you want to take that, then you take that. I'll take that, and you could take the second one because I think the second one is more up your alley anyway. Okay. All right. So, a cosplayer is running for political office. Now, when I first heard about this. I'm just like, okay. I mean, you have sports sports players running for office, comedians, entertainers, actors, wrestlers, athletes. You know. To me, th this makes it no different, you know? The person in, in that we're talking about here, her name is Kara Nicole Trujillo. She is very active on the Arizona cosplay scene. I may have met her briefly at, um, at New York Comic Con years ago. Because New York Comic Con, it's like cosplayers from all over the country go. She is running on the Arizona legislature as a Green Party candidate on the November ballot. So, if you don't know who I am talking about, she goes by the name of AZ Power Girl or Arizona Power Girl. She says she has collected all the necessary signatures to get her name in the election. Well, good for you. And she says she is very serious about this, and she feels it was a good time to run, and people are deciding to get more involved and she wants to give the opportunity to choose something more than the red and blue party system. Okay, good for you. Her day job is running an indie comic book publishing house with her husband, which is cool. And she's been increasingly active in local politics. She was previously married and she's been lobbying to change laws so that divorced parents can get equal time with their children. She describes herself as willing to work with both sides and she's very pro-limited government. And she's already campaigned at Phoenix Comic Con, but is aware that her opponents may try to turn cosplay into a political attack. She says this is her job, and people will try to use it against her. And if she dresses up in a suit, people will say that I'm a fraud. Okay. She said if she won, she'd wear appropriate clothing while legislating in the Capitol. I, I, blessed be. But just saying, if you can't get shit done properly in the Capitol, showing up as Psylocke, might flip things in your general direction. I'm just saying. The article, the way it's positioned, it actually has a picture of her and as Harley Quinn swinging a giant mallet, mm -hmm. which just makes this thing sound so much more awesome when put in that light. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Generally, when people decide to run for an office, they'll usually do their name for whatever office or their name dot com or something like that. She is running things off of her regular Arizona Power Girl website. Me personally, I don't think that is a smart thing to do. Because you want to separate your hobbies and everything you do from something more serious. It's one... Maybe she's doing it because she only wants to pay for one website. Maybe. We all know, even if she did have her own site, they're going to bring the cosplay, which I get. And you just got to learn how to deal with it. I don't know how serious she is about this or how far, but I respect her hustle. If this is what she wants to do, do it. And if she wins, she may be able to change things and people will be able to take her a lot more seriously. She does do things besides cosplay, which I think is a very good thing. I mean, if it was a cosplayer who just 
lives at home and just does nothing but go to cons and cosplay and wants to run for for political office, I probably would just laugh right in their face and be like, good luck, kid. Well, hopefully she'll come out on top. We'll see. I don't know if we'll keep up to date on this, but believe you me, when November rolls around, we will definitely know if she's won that seat or not. I somehow completely doubt it. You know you know something, Mako-chan? Huh? I'm kind of akin to believing you on that one, because... I'm just like, this really feels like a wait and see type moment. And generally, whenever I say something is wait and see, it usually turns out to be no good. I mean, for me, I give her all the power to even do this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, you've got to look at everybody that's voting, not just your people. Yes. She might get, you know a chunk of the young voters mm -hmm. but she's not going to get the majority that she needs because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. anybody you know in a semi-professional setting finding her page and seeing that it's nothing but cosplay is going to go this is a joke yes because i mean not for nothing if i was going to run for office i would have my name for office instead of it coming off of dj ron s slash campaign you know Mm-hmm. And even that, I mean, I'm a cosplayer. I go to conventions. I enjoy it. I wouldn't be voting for her. Now, I'm just saying, if she may if she makes her statements a believable and she can you know, if she sounds like believable and she can stand by what she's saying and not sputter on the stage for various questions, she might get my vote. Just saying. No, she would probably be able to get up there. She's going to mm -hmm. have a lot of charisma because of what she's used to doing. She's going to be able to get up there and she's going to be able to talk. Whether or not she's going to be able to talk with other politics and political mm -hmm. people, that's the big question. Yes. At least she has something that that she's standing on to, you know, mm -hmm. that she's that she's pushing for, which is good. And Jesus Christ, who? Okay, Ari, that was coming from your end. Huh? You you just posted a link in our chat, and I just heard it pop up. Oh. And if it's not oh, that... you, it's definitely coming from Mako. Because one of you, because remember, when we're all in the same chat. If one person's sound effects are on, everybody hears it. Oh, okay. Well, I've got mine muted. All right, Ari, check, make sure you're, you're muted. So we want to make sure everything's all up and good. Yeah, go How do you into mute sound effects. Okay. Go tool. into tools, go into options, click on sounds, and then hit mute. Mm hmm. Mute all sounds? Mm hmm. Yep. Okay, we're good. All right, there, there we go. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. Okay. I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. All right. Now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead, Marco. Why don't you go ahead and take this next one? Because I think you'll, you know, I think you'll definitely like this one. Plus, a friend of mine was a part of this. Yeah, this is definitely pretty damn cool. Um, what it is is young patients at Sinai Hospital in Baltimore. And Sorry. Um, get a little bit of pampering. Mm-hmm. So what it is is I'm guessing cosplayers go to this yes. as well. Mm-hmm. 
because it's not really saying anything about that aspect of it. Right. Um, just that it isn't every day you see Cinderella in the hallway. Mm-hmm. That's about as far as you get with uh, the cosplay. Um, but it's the Supergirl Super Fun Pamper Party. And they bring professional makeup artists and nail technicians into the hospital to give the girls and their moms makeovers. Uh They do their nails, they get fashion accessories, and then they get to go and take photographs to make them feel beautiful. And this is done by the Hope for Henry Foundation. Yes. And I'm Um, I'm looking at the video now because I have it muted. And Cinderella is played by my friend Becky. She's an amazing cosplayer. I've known her for like 15 plus years. And I believe... um, Little Mermaid. What was the name of the dude from Little Mermaid? Eric. Eric, yes. I believe Prince Eric is played by my friend Alan. You've seen him around. This is really awesome. Alright, so Hope for Henry hosts special events for children with serious illnesses. In the hopes that it basically kind of fades away the hospital walls, their IVs, and it's just a bunch of, uh, you know, fun for them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, volunteers are from All About Me Salon and Spa, and from Soiree, and they took their time, um, to help these girls be basically princesses. hmm So, I think that's really, really cool. It is. And it's not the first time I've heard about, like, a couple of the cosplayers I did mention earlier, they do they do things like this in the um, in the Baltimore area. So I think this is really cool. And I hear there's a couple of other groups out there that do this as well. Um, I forget a couple of names, but this is really cool. Um, I believe if you look up Hope for Henry via like social media, there's probably more information on how you can help out and do more with it, which is really cool. This is different from you know like a hospital workers dressing up as superheroes and like doing like mundane stuff around the hospital, right? Something like that, yeah. Because yeah, I've I've seen like something kind of similar to that, but this is a lot more specific than what I'm used to seeing. Yeah, cuz oh, lately over the last few years, a lot of cosplayers are doing more, you know, volunteer work like this, which is really cool. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me close this out real quick um okay Ari next one's all yours and like I said this has a possible this has a follow up story to it this is quite interesting to to say the least is it a death note one uh no this is the uh, oh my goddess one okay alright cause I I just saw them all on the list with it anyway A 20-year-old cosplayer announces marriage to 51-year-old Oh My Goddess author Kosuke Fujishima. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Uh, Cosplayer Nikomu Otogi, 20 years old, announced her marriage to manga artist Kosuke Fujishima on her blog and Twitter account on Wednesday. She also has another surprise. She's pregnant. I married manga author and illustrator Kosuke Fujishima. I have one more thing to report. I'm pregnant with a baby. I'm sorry for the surprise. We want to raise it with great care. She also commented on her blog that wait and see because I'll do my best in front of everyone as a mama cosplayer. Mm. 
Fujishima is the artist for the hit manga Oh My God, It's and You're Under Arrest, and worked on character designs for the Sakura, Sakura Wars and Tales of Game series. His newest manga, Tapu GP, is currently running in Kodansha's Afternoon Monthly. Otogi, meanwhile, won first place in Akiba's Young Men Choose Beautiful Girl Cosplayer Edition. Her portrayal as Doronjo from Yaraman in a photo book contributed to her fame as well. The announcement caused a stir, and fans undercovered a string of flirty tweets between the two from April 2014 to July 2015. This includes his drawing of Otogi as well. Hmm. And Which, I thought... To be fair, it's a pretty nice drawing for a quick sketch. Oh, it is. And then, like I said, there's a follow-up link that I, that I threw in there that I found out about not even two hours ago. I was like, well, really? Um, you want to follow? You want to keep running with that, bro? Um, I'm not seeing the the follow-up article here. All right, hold on. It's it's on the outline page. Don't you see it? Uh. Hold on. I'll just drop it into the chat real quick. There you go. Yeah, I wasn't seeing it. Up. Mm. Uh, oh. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, when the news first caught over in Japan, a huge fuss followed, and soon after, other English publication reported on it turning into a worldwide sensation amongst otaku overnight. But now, a piece of information has been brought to light. Otoku and Fujishima may not be getting married, after all, mm-hmm. and that the marriage announcement was a one-sided from Otogi alone. So, in other words, it might have been a hoax. Yeah, but he kind of got caught out there. Okay, let's see. On further investigation, although it seems like the marriage between Fushishima and Otoki of Happening is his first, it would in fact actually be his second, according to a tweet by a photographer in the industry. Fushishima is separated from his legal wife from whom he married more than 20 years ago. She gave birth to a daughter who had also previously appeared with the father during an interview by Famitsu, by Famitsu in the past, and his legal wife was also his assistant who had helped him extensively in his past and that the daughter is in fact older than Otogi. That is a little weird. Well, I mean, the age differences like that is nothing new to us, but to Japan, maybe not so much, you know? Let's see. Fujishima is also currently in a de facto marriage with another woman, with another woman who is staying with him, but due to the Kosei system in Japan, the Koseki system in Japan, the current life is not recognized legally, as Fujishima's previous wife's name is still registered under the Fushima ha- Fujishima Household Registry, and this likewise applies to Otogi too if he does wed her. Wow. That, that, that is some shit. So, okay, here we go. Uh, Kosuke ran, ran off for his work on the Oh My Goddess. Legal wife with a daughter older than Nekomu separated. Common law wife that is currently living with Fujishima and a Togi Nakomu who is carrying an unborn child. And should she marry a Togi, he would be committing adultery, which is a crime punishable by Japanese law to the Koseki issue. Yet if he removes the legal wife's name from the registry, she will be entitled to half of his possession, as well as custody of the child. So this is just turning into one big giant shitstorm for him. Pretty much.
I wouldn't want to be him, but given all the money that he has, you know, it's not surprising in the least. You know, I mean, at least he, he, he can, like, you know, financially handle all of this. It'd still be pretty disheartening to have to give over half his shit. <sighs> well, we'll see. Well, I mean, since he's... For all we know, everyone who has actually just looking like, I don't even like your work. Wouldn't put it past him. I'm just saying, though, probably because of his success, he probably has a prenup in place where she can't get half. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, anywho, um, hopefully that'll that'll fix itself on, on, on its own. Now, let's get to even a bigger and deeper shitstorm. Live action Netflix. When I mean live action Death Note from Netflix. Now, generally, when we hear there is a live action adaptation of something, people will, will lose their shit right away. Which I don't blame them, and I get that. Now, I mean, case in point with the whole shitstorm behind Ghost in the Shell. Anything after that is like you know, tread water. They're going through the motions at this point. Yes. Because what happened was, on Friday, Netflix announced uh, two people a part of their live-action adaptation of the series. They have brought in Nat Wolf, who was in The Fault of Our Stars and Paper Towns, as Light Yagami, but he is being named Light Turner. What? Yes. Keith Stanfield, short-term from movies, short-term 12 straight out of Compton, will be L. And... Let's see, we have Margaret Quale from the, from, the show, from the Leftovers as Mia Sutton, which I am going to assume that's Misa Amane. I'm going to assume that. Looks like her. Yeah. Paul Nakuchi from Star Wars Clone Wars as Watari, and Shea Wingham from Boardwalk Empire as James Turner. So I don't know about the recollection what that is, because I don't... I've never really watched Death Note. So... But, as, but Viz is backing this. Um, actor Masioka from Hawaii Five-0 and, Hero, and Heroes is one of the producers for this film. Now, already there are people losing their shit over this. In two ways. There are people that are bitching about the, I say, the quote-unquote whitewashing of the film. Even though they said this is going to be an adaptation by an American studio... Which, of course, things are going to be changed. I mean, look at Guyver. They changed show Fukumachi to Sean Barker or Sean Turner or something like that. But somehow they left um, the Japanese girl in, um, Mizuki, and they changed her name to Mitsuki, which, again, makes absolutely no sense to me. Now, the other side is people are, are are happy about this because it's not really being whitewashed. They're bringing in um, African-Americans or black people, and it's going to be directed by some an African-American person, which from what I read, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't really give a shit either way. It's going to be a good film. I knew going in, this is there was going to be changes. Granted, there are some titles you really can't do a proper spin on, like, I guess, Akira or Ghost in the Shell or whatever. But this, we'll see what happens with it.
Mako, what are your thoughts? You've watched Death Note, right? I have watched Death Note. Um, I don't give two shits mm -hmm. about ethnicity or you know race or whatever as long as the acting is good yes exactly that's all I give a shit about mm -hmm. like my whole beef with ScarJo isn't that you know oh they suddenly made the major white no my whole beef with ScarJo is I just don't like ScarJo yes and I think you fall under that 1% of people whose issue with Gits is that you know and, mm -hmm. I, and that's totally understand totally respectable and I, and I respect you for that yeah, so I mean the I I really I really don't care as long as it's a good show. Mm -hmm. Do I'm not happy that they went ahead and completely americanized the names, I think, mm -hmm. you know. But then again, if you're not having the whole I guess <laughs> You can't do the whitewashing half-assed. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna do it, then you've got to do it fully. You can't just say, "All right, well, this is gonna be a Japanese name and an obvious white person." That works if you know if they're in Japan or if it's a family thing, but if they're just making it, you know, a U.S. kind of thing, mm -hmm. it ain't gonna work. Yeah, because I look at it this way. Um, let's say they did a live action Death Note complete Japanese cast and they filmed it all here it probably would not get as many ratings or appreciation as opposed to if it was more an adaptation for everybody else to understand and see what's going on and you know what's going to happen after all of this people are going to go out and find the original series read up on it watch it. It's op it's bringing more people into the fandom. I think in the long run it's doing more good than Only it's if hard. it's good. Well, either or, you know. Only if it's good cuz if it ends up like, you know, some Dragon Ball Evolution bullshit, it ain't bringing anybody into the fandom. Um, well, maybe. Yeah, and Death Note doesn't have the <clears throat> the major backing that the Dragon Ball franchise has had over the years. Mm. So I I don't know. Well, well was I mean, a stain. It's not... Well, was a stain on the na Dragon Ball name. You know, DBC was able to survive evolution. Yeah, live but... action American Death Note stinks up the joint. You know, it's going to hamper its popularity altogether. I don't think it's going to hamper its popularity altogether. Death Note is extremely popular. Mm-hmm. And. The whole thing is, the thing that makes Death Note as popular as it is, is Light and L. Yeah, they're dynamic. Yeah, enough so that, you know, in sequels they have brought characters back to life just because that was the only way they were going to be able to do sequels. Fair enough. So, I mean, the whole thing is, as long as it's not fucked up, as long mm -hmm. as it keeps that kind of creepy vibe, it should be fine. Okay. Alright, so I, th I think we've kind of said our piece on this enough, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because any more, we'll have to spin that off into its own little. We'll have to spin it off in, in, into a separate podcast episode, you know. Mm. I'll be on this all night. So yeah. So if that's the case, speaking of um, popular anime that has basically become nothing because mm. of uh, bullshit, <laughs> we're finally getting season two of Attack on Titan. You know, it's only taken four fucking years. Really? Has it been that long? It's been a long time. Wow. And you know what? I think when Attack on Titan first came out, it was around that time of when they were still doing anime in, like, short seasons, and you still had anime running in long, ongoing series, you know? And I've started to notice, like, right around that time more anime is just coming out in short sets, giving the mangaka's time to do more work and less filler, which I am okay with. Yeah, the fir- yeah. the initial first 25 episode season aired between April and September of 2013. By the time this launches, it will be four years. Oh, okay. Because we will get the second season in spring of 2017. I still have to check out the Attack on Titan Junior High spinoff. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. No problem. We don't want to have another Naruto on our hands. No. We can't have that now. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to Season 2, but considering... Considering I've already read the manga of what season two is going to consist of, uh, I probably won't even watch it. Mainly because there's just so much story after that already. That once it, it once it gets backlogged like that, it's it's almost I don't know, it's almost ridiculous to go back and watch it. Eh, understandable. Okay, um, moving on. Ari, this one's right up your alley. Uh, Sentai Film Works? Mm. Or the one after that? Are you on the right page? Yeah, it says articles for 7-5. No... You gotta be on episode outline, episode 271. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, here we go. Yeah. Uh, Bandai Namco rebrands mobile game with the Doc Hat and Hack name. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Bandai inter- announced on Thursday that it's rebranding its New World smartphone role-playing game as Dot Hack New World, which will launch on Thursday. The company launched New World Volume 1, January no Ultime, for iOS and Android in January. <clears throat> the game is first installment of Project NU, which features concept and work designs inspired by the Dot Hack series. And the main Dot Hack series protagonist, Kite, will be in it. Yoshiyuki Satomoto for Dot Hack Sign, Evangelion, Summer Wars is designing characters for the 3D RPG, and Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm developer CyberConnect2 is collaborating on a project. 
and it, and again the protagonist the player's other self appears in the world and meets a girl with silver eyes her voice calls forth a secret hidden from the world and grants the protagonist forbidden power I'm sure dot hack fans are going to be thrilled about it but the only exposure I have is you know seeing a couple episodes of dot hack sign on mm-hmm. Cartoon Network and hearing about the dot hack characters from playing Project Crosszone games yes. That reminds me, I was hanging out with um, DJ AJ. We hit up Video Games New York. I think it was the fourth one, Luminality. They were selling it for like 150 bucks, But the rest of them were like 20 bucks a pop, the first three chapters. Mako, don't you, hmm. don't you have them or no? I have the first set of games. I believe I have all of the second set of games. I, I enjoy my dot hack. Yes, we know that. I have a bunch of the manga, too. Mm. Makes me want to read up on it so I can find a dot hack code Lyoko crossover. That would sound. That would be kind of cool. They have that. What? I'm sure someone's already written it before. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you meant thought actual so. canon to to both series. No, no but how okay. awesome would that be? <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I ain't gonna lie. That would be kind of cool. Now, moving on to something that's a little bit more interesting, and I'm like, thank you, God, for that, you know. Bleach finally comes to it an end, and I'm just like, thank you, Lord. Yeah, this last arc really, it, it shouldn't have, it, from what I'm hearing from a lot of people, it just should not have been done. He should have ended it, you know, two arcs ago. It's sort of like with uh, Akira Toriyama. Every arc he was doing, he was trying to end the series, but like, no, the people love it. They want more. They want more. Okay, fine. Here is the final arc. Oh, no, no, they're still loving it. You have to have more. In this case, it's like, uh, Kubo's like, oh, they want more. No, we don't. No, we don't. We good. We good, yeah. We good. Oh, you like it? Oh, here's another arc. No, that's okay. We are fine now. Okay, here is the final arc. And evidently, the final arc started in February 2012. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we could play it about Naruto running long. No, 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 no. It's not even that. At least the final arc in Naruto was done in under a year. I think it was like six months tops. The final arc? Oh, hell no. That oh. went long. Oh, how long was it? I don't know, but if you if you do the entire final arc, it went long. Mm, but at least it was interesting, though. Yeah, 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 it was an interesting arc. But yeah, it was not a quick arc. I'm gonna have to pull those last. I want to check out those last, the rest of the arc because I was reading it at the time. Right. Yeah, because here's the thing: Bleach started in 2001, and it's been going ever since. Viz has been publishing it. There's been. 366 episodes of the series running from 2004 to 2012. Episodes were aired on Adult Swim. By 2014, they finished up the anime. And the reason why it was finished in Japan due to low ratings. Gee, I wonder why. Mm -hmm. 
The manga has inspired four films, a series of novels, and several video games. There's also been a stage adaptation musical back in 2005. And Which they're redoing now. Yeah. You know something? I really wanted a Bleach fighting game just playing just like um, Bushido Blade. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did play... Did we ever get one like that, or nope. was it more like Soul Calibur? Nope, neither. It, <laughs> I played a couple... I think I played a couple of them on DS. It, it was alright. I, uh, it was alright. Sega can do what Sega can do. That's all I gotta say about it. <sighs> yeah. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase TON. And now, we get to one of the interesting parts of our show. If you know by, by the theme by now, it's the open forum topic. The open forum topic is where we ask you a question about a topic that pertains to tonight's show, anime, conventions, or something along those lines. We just ask if you don't want to use your real name, keep it civil. I mean, put a different name, and we ask you to keep it civil. Due to me and Mako-chan's interesting adventures over the weekend, this is what this um, topic is all about. Geeky weddings. If you were getting married, renewing vows, what geeky anime manga video games would you add to the ceremony? That's what we want to know. And we're also opening the Skype line. So if you have any questions about tonight's show, go ahead and give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time. And we have something here from um, Dark Tetsuya. He said he would definitely go with a Sailor Moon themed or Final Fantasy VI or or Chrono Trigger theme for him and his significant other are both big and anime video game nerds, so a themed wedding would probably happen. Okay. Me personally, if it was up to me, I would recreate the final, the cover, the final chapter of Ranma One Half, where Ranma and Akane are are getting married, and unlike in the art book where it shows Ranma wearing a blue tux, a black tuxedo with a blue bow tie, he's wearing a white tuxedo, I believe, with a black uh, bow tie, and he's kind of fidgeting and nervous as all fuck. And if I couldn't do that, after they would say, you know, you kissed a bride, I would have the Final uh-huh. Fantasy theme playing as loud as I possibly could. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe I would also throw in, like, maybe anime pins on the lapels or something. Who knows? I would like a geeky wedding, but nothing too over the top. Something just kind of cool, funny, subtle that everybody would get. What about you two? Mako, you want to go first? Um, sure. The wedding itself, I would definitely want to be a little bit more traditional, but with little quirks here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably similar to what you're talking about, you know, just pins on the lapel and maybe, you know, some geeky music. Um... Like, I've always wanted to walk down the aisle to the Imperial March. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that would be so fitting. But, I mean, you know, know, that's that's just me. 
But I know the reception, at least, I would want to have a costume party. Just because I think that it would be fun. People would get to, you know, do whatever the hell they want to. Nothing about going and getting fancy dress or anything like that. But I would definitely want to just, you know... Not as chill as this weekend's was, because that was a little bit too low-key. But not your traditional kind of wedding and reception either. True. Like true. maybe having maybe having the bridesmaids in um color coordinated for something, whether it's you know, Steven Universe colors or Sailor Moon colors or you know, some something something to go with that. I wouldn't have everybody matching just because that's that's not me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I would want it to be fun. What about you, Ari? Well, to get married, if, it would imply that someone has that kind of an attraction to me, and that we all know that's not happening. <laughs> I hear you on that. Anyhow, I can already picture myself, you know, being more subtle about it, like... <clears throat> The the cake would be a giant she cake, which is a is a is a ice to look like a fi giant fire emblem map, with the uh, with all the brides and grooms uh part the parties of the brides and grooms all made into little figurines on it. You know, plus, I get, I get all these nice big uh, placards for everyone that uh, pretty much turn them into like characters in, with the fire emblem en engine. Also, you know, all sorts of nice different classes, you know, abilities, flavor text, all that good stuff. Okay. And I see you two as being the traditional red and green uh, horseback riders. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, in, in the Fates game, the red and green... The red and green to our ninja instead, but okay. Mm. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. It would be it would be really um peculiar, and only like me and the possible bride would get it would be uh entertained by it. But you know whatever, it would be my wedding. Gotcha. And a quick uh, break in regards to Pokemon Go. Um, a, one of my friends. Has he caught a Weedle in his neighborhood? Another person says his neighborhood's full of Squirtles, and and another friend who kind of more on the higher ups, he says it's slowly rolling out here. So, who knows? If you're not able to sideload it for Android, if you be patient within the next 24 to 48 hours, you should be able to download it without any problem. Yeah, it seems to be hitting everybody at midnight. Hmm. Or you, so or midnight you... on the 6th, it should hit. Where did you hear that, midnight? Um, Just from what I'm seeing on Facebook. Oh, okay. Which would explain why Australia got it first. Okay, now that we got that out the way... Let's get to some more fun part of the show tonight. 
strange news from Japan. And Mako-chan, I think you outdid yourself. Hey, I'm not the one that put the first one down. Oh, right, I totally forgot about that. But even <clears throat> if I didn't put that one, you still outdid yourself. I try. Mm-hmm. Alright, um... I'll go ahead, let me get, get the first one out the way. This, this is quite an interesting story. A high school student was expelled for having sex and he sued the school for 6 million yen. This isn't... That's about $60,000. Oh, not mm -hmm. bad. This happened last year, but, but information about this is just coming out now. Last December, a student at Seiwa Gakuen High School in Sendai City was called into the office and told that he faced expulsion for the offense of engaging in sexual activity with the girl he was dating. He was given the option to voluntarily drop out. Now, here's the thing. Around here, you know, you could, if this was in the States, you could just switch schools. It's not a big deal. But not in Japan. Things are a little bit different. In Japan, changing schools is very difficult because in many cases, the elementary school you enter sets you on a path to your university career. Keep in mind that this, this was the student's final weeks of his year of high school, so it would be nigh on impossible for him to drop out. It would just, it would just cause a really bad effect. Nevertheless, faced with the impossible choice of expulsion and dropping out, he did drop out, and he lost his acceptance to the chosen university that he wanted to. But what's also interesting is that the school that he was in, Seiwa Gakuen, is well known for its strong soccer team, and this person was a young member of. And all this happened right before he was to take part in a major national tournament. Now, he is a first-year university student at a different school, and the student is looking back on all that he lost and wonder if the high school had the right to take it away. So he ended up suing for about 6 million yen, which roughly translates to 60 grand for damages. He felt that they overset their authority. And if you ask me personally, I believe that the school did. But this is what it comes down to. Under Article 11 of the School Education Act, there are no standard rules of disciplining students except for the ban on corporal punishment. Basically, private schools are allowed to use their own discretion when applying punishments for behavior that they feel interferes with their education. So the question before the courts is whether the Sendai High School abused their discretion or not. The principal says that they did not, claiming that a written notice was given to all students in advance that the school had zero tolerance towards sexual activity and dating punishable by immediate expulsion. Now you might Which, yeah, that sounds very disproportionate. Well, I can understand why they had a zero-tolerance policy on it, because they want their students to focus on their studies, their activities, so they can get into their school, or their college of their choice. That, I get why they did it. I think it was a bit too strict, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the fence about this. Yeah. He knew what he was getting into. Mm -hmm. It was school rules. Right. Um, especially for a private school. It's mm -hmm. not like it was a public school that anybody could go to that, you know, whoever doesn't pass the entrance exams gets into. This was a school that he had to fight to get into. 
because the entrance exams for private high schools are tough as hell. Mm-hmm. So he had to have researched into the school and knew the rules before he did it. Right. Is it a stupid rule? Hell yeah, it's a stupid rule. Especially since they were, you know, in their final weeks. Obviously, Uh he had already been accepted into a college. He must have been doing really, really well to get accepted into that college. Um, You're talking about a country that will throw people out of school if they get jobs. Pretty much. So I'm not at all surprised that they would also throw people out of school for this. And I'm, it doesn't say in there, but if you read the actual, like if you read the charter carefully, it says that you can't have a significant other either. There's no dating. So not only did he have sex, but he was dating. I'm in going. In other words, to... he was trying to act like a normal teenager. Yeah, but I'm going to assume it was more than just him having sex that caused the backlash. Mm. Obviously, if he's, you know, ignoring the dating rule, ignoring the sex rule, what other rules is he ignoring? This piece just happens to focus on the sex. It doesn't, you know, it's not really focusing saying, hey, you know, he wasn't supposed to be dating either. So did he also have a job? Was he ignoring that rule? You know, it's not it's not as cut and dry as the article would like to make it. Yeah, because, I mean, I agree with you with this, Maka. I mean, if he didn't know about the rules, then I'm like, let him slide. Part of me feels that he sh- they should give him an exemption because he was so close to the end. But I understand if they allowed him to be exempted, they would have to allow other students to be exempted as well because they would try to uh, touch uh, touch in on this, trying to you know mm-hmm. test barriers, you know. Also, how did the school officials find out? Somebody had to rat think. I have a feeling maybe a student saw him with somebody, and you know how Japan is with the honor code. It could have been something like that. It could also have been the girl. It doesn't say who he was dating. Maybe the girl got so, you know, upset over what she thought as a loss of honor for the school that she finally came forward. But because she came forward, she's okay. We don't even know if it was going, you know, if this is a person going to the same school. Mm. It could be his, you know, lifelong friend from next door. And as, as of right now, the case is still going. We don't know what's going on. But if we do find out the results of this, we will let you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, am I taking the next one? Go for it. Infiltrate your stomach with the new IKEA Ninja... Do- what the fuck? <laughs> If you think your stomach can handle the element of surprise, you may want to try IKEA's new Ninja Hot Dog, and yes, it is very black. Racist. (laughs) IKEA Japan is celebrating its 10th year anniversary with the new Ninja Dog for a very reasonable 300 yen. Fudomo Sone, because it is said closely to resemble a Ninja Scroll, one of the black ones, we presume. There's been a trend of Japan of turning your normal foodstuffs into something that looks like it's been dipped in a bucket of ink, like the Kuro Burger from Burger King. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It seems to be a winning recipe among the locals. If nothing else, you have to admit, it does look kind of cool. <clears throat> so, blackness in a hot dog and bun comes from edible bamboo charcoal, which is said to kill off toxins in the body. Let's hope that's all it's killing off. And it seems like your toxins are in for a rude shock, with the bun measuring at 20 centimeters and the hot dog itself at 30 centimeters. Who knows, maybe the ninja dog will help your navigation skills and you'll never fear getting lost in Ikea again. It'll be available till the end of the year and will cost, you know, 300 yen alone or 350 yen as a drink bar set. This looks disgusting. That's a little bit too black for me. Something something black joke. <laughs> yes. And as Dark Tetsuya says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, I swear that's where I swear that's where all of their black food products come from. And honestly, like the way the hot dog is colored, it just looks like it was just charred to a crisp. Yeah. They'll just make it completely inedible, no matter how much ketchup or mustard you slather on it. I don't know. I kind of want to try it. Yeah, once I wouldn't mind. Well, I mean, it's it's just colored. It's colored with um, charcoal. Mm-hmm. I would try, but I don't think I would like it. I don't know. I think it would just be, you know, a smoky kind of thing. That's what I'm thinking, yep. And because of how concentrated the charcoal is, you wouldn't even need a lot of it into the batch. Yes. To make it that dark. It's still going to color your shit, though. Mm. What about Pepsi Blue? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Mako-chan, take the last one, because you know this will be us 30 years from now. Yeah. So, um... A 67-year-old entertainer flies into a violent rage during a regular afternoon talk show and beats his assistant senseless. Wow. So, yeah, um, Yukio Miyachi is a 67-year-old entertainer. He's had a fairly lengthy show business career. Uh, he's done a nine-year stint on a local morning talk show, Dodu Dodesuka, and also served as pitchman for regional ramen chain, uh, Sugakya. His longest-running gig, however, is as the host of an afternoon radio talk show, Miyachi Yukio no Kite Miyachi. Uh, basically, listen up with uh, Yukio Miyachi. Um, it's it airs four times a week and has been going on since 1997. Wow. He has a co-host named Meiji uh, Gino. Or, G yeah, Gino, who is a 57-year-old media personality, and they've worked together for a very long time. On June 27th, the elder radio host became so upset that he physically assaulted her, repeatedly kicking her in her left knee, and then struck her in the face with his microphone, cutting her lips. 
um, the attack not only happened in the studio, but during the middle of the live broadcast. Wow. The program starts at 1 p.m., and the assault roughly began at 2.55. He was formally arrested on June 30th, uh, replying to the accusations by saying there is no mistake, but no motive has been revealed for his sudden violence. A substitute stepped in to host the show the day following the attack, and as of June 29th, the program has been suspended. Uh, Gino's injuries are expected to take about 10 days to heal. So, yeah, she... To take 10 days to heal, she got beat up pretty damn bad. Aren't you glad we do this show over Skype? Yeah, because there are a couple of times I know I'd probably beat you senseless. And there have been a couple of times I'd want to beat you senseless. You always want to beat me senseless. That's nothing new. And I'll just be sitting in the corner crying watching Mommy and Daddy try and kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> why can't we just have a... Why can't they have a normal, you know, on-air meltdown like when the Iron Sheet comes on and just goes on a... on a, you know, profanity-laden rant? Oh. Your shit together, Japan. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty surprised, but at the same time, not at all. No. And then what is he going to do when the police come up to him? I didn't do it. Huh? He's Half really of... got no choice but to say, yeah, I did it. Half of Japan heard him. There's audio proof of it. People are using the audio to make all sorts of AMVs to it. I would not be surprised this is Japan. Yeah, it'll probably be as a match sometime soon, so... I don't. I think after that, I don't think you can top that. I'm not sure if you can. No, we can't. Oh, I'll find some really fucked up shit for next week. Don't worry. If not next week, in the next couple of months, you're gonna put something down that's gonna make me get up and walk away from the studio. Yeah, wouldn't be the first time, and it won't be the last. Damn right. Shall we take our last break? Please. Sure. We'll be back.
Yeah, so while we're all on the commercial break here, musical break, we're busy trying to log into Pokemon Go and play, and it can't sit, find my account to save my own ass, so I'm going to have to log in through Google. Lovely. I logged in through Google. I wasn't giving a shit. Uh, I, I, to be perfectly honest, I would rather tie it to my Facebook account, but there is no option for Facebook right now. No, probably later on, though. I hope so. That way I can switch it over, you know? So, anywho, so let's go ahead and get this going so we can all run out and be expert Pokemon trainers. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if we're telling you what we like and don't like, we're telling you straight up. So that's how it is. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com um, where we have our new anime review section. Due to the holidays, we didn't put one up, but there will be one going up, I believe, on Thursday. So definitely stay tuned for that. And also this is where we have all of our convention reports. And I believe uh, by next week we will have our Clovercon report up. And the following week after will be our Anime Next report. Awesome stuff. And if yep. you... And if you have issues getting to our podcast from our website, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, Xbox Radio, and, um, no, did I say Xbox Radio? No, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. Definitely swing by and check them out. If you want to interact with us on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash Mess. Ari is at Ari22682, and you can find Mako-chan over at Jupe Luna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, follow us there for latest updates to our website, uh, Twitter information, and other cool stuff. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter and interact, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJVonMess. Ari is at the Ari Man, and you can find Mako-chan over at Jovidea. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To the 3,000 fan plus fans that have liked our page, thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. As long as you continue to like the page, we're going to bring you more content as best we possibly can. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at Facebook.com slash IMDJRunMess, or that DJRunMess guy. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller, and you can find Mako-chan over at Makoto, Mako-chan Kino. But like I said at the top of the show, we're not the only geek-centric show on VOD Network. There are tons of other geek programs you should definitely check out. There's the Starboard Powering Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Guys on the Show. Now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Awesome. Feels good to have you back, bro. Thanks. No problem. Last words, Mako-chan. I'm going to go collect some Pokemons. You can be the very best that no one ever was. Yeah. Cool. Pokemons. I, just, I meant to talk about this at the top of the day, about my weekend. They won't talk about it now. I had the most amazing cup of coffee ever. 
my friend Ender works as a barista, and she sent me her award-winning blend with special instructions, and I followed it. Oh, my God, that cup of coffee was good. It was so good. It was just smooth, and it went down. And I cannot wait to have another cup of it tomorrow. That is it. End up list. We're getting out of here. We're going off to be Pokemon trainers. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. I want to be the very best. Okay. Good night, everybody. <laughs> night. Finally, we can hurry up and get the hell out of here. Okay. Say good night, Mako chan. Good night, Mako chan. Good night, everyone. Jamatane.